As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I don't know about the two teams. I just look at what we have with 12 penalties as too many. Because what it does is it just it pushes you back or it gives them free yards. And you want to stay away from penalties, and I feel like uh, we need to be better there. It's Hogan Johns. Montgomery gives it off to Mooney. It's Mooney who strolls into the end zone untouched. Fields under some pressure. Throws on the run. Lost one of the end zone. It is caught. It's Mooney for the touchdown. From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Hogue. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. Kick on the way. Hits the crossbar and comes short. And that's how this game will come to an end. It's the Adams. The Adams converge. Hogan Johns. What's up? Welcome in to Pittsburgh. It is the middle of the night at this point. Almost 2 in the morning, 1.30 in the morning. I am boarding a flight in three hours. <laughs> <laughs> what a night this turned into. What a game it turned into. I have to say... It is actually nice to sit here with a lot to talk about. Like, interesting <laughs> things that are not just all awful. There was a point in the game where I turned to Kevin Fishman and I'm like, dude, we've already written about this about five times this year. I, that was the way. And then all the craziness happened, yeah. I mean, the game was trending in a horrible direction for the Bears for a really, really long time. There was a lot of bad. And then all of a sudden, things got really good. Like, the game got good. The Bears' offense suddenly got good. The NFL officiating did not get good. That stayed very bad. (laughs) It's unbelievable. But it turned out to be a very, very interesting game. Unfortunately, the Bears lost when it was all said and done. They're now 3-6. and They've lost four games in a row. So, like, you zoom out from that perspective, not so good. On the other hand, holy crap, Justin Fields made some insane throws, led his team back. I mean, some, those two throws on that game, what could have been the game-winning drive, turned out not to be. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to call them moral victories. Call them, I don't know, Fields developmental victories because the Bears still don't win the game. I think that's like the next step is him actually like closing this out. But yet when he when he walked out like onto the field, this, this is like one of my lasting takeaways. When he came out onto this field with 20 seconds, 26 seconds left, you still felt that the Bears had a chance. Yeah. I have not felt that way about a Bears quarterback maybe <laughs> ever. <laughs> I, I, I'm not lying. I'm not exaggerating this. Yeah, Jay Cutler had some dramatic victories, but this game just felt 
turbulent from the beginning, right? Forget ebbs and flows. Like, the officiating played a, a role in this game. Like, there was just bad plays at, on both sides of the ball. But to see Justin Fields walk out on that field after he delivered what could have been a game-winning drive with 26 seconds left and feeling confident that the Bears could actually win this one. You can checking the mic and making me like that that Just was doing uh, my uh due diligence I, I, I don't sorry think, if you're watching on youtube yes you I, I don't think that. i'm alone in this feeling like no they, they had a chance they had a chance and that feeling itself just felt unique for someone who's covered this team for 10 10, 10 seconds 10 years i should say it just felt different it felt like 10 seconds yeah like 10 decades sometimes uh it honestly felt like midnight by the time the game started these yeah. east coast monday night games oh it's like my God, are we on a week 10 yet, or what, what's happening here? Um, totally agree. Like, in, I, th- I think we actually are to that point in the season where it's you actually have to look at, it's, I wouldn't even say moral victories. It's just like the things that really matter. I mean, if the Bears win this game, they go to four and five. That, you know, see, that, that would matter. Like that, just, what if? Just, well, if Justin Fields would have led them to victory. That's significant. Well, true, but I still think it's very important. I guess what I'm trying to say is even though the W doesn't count, what Justin Fields did still counts. Like, yeah, it would be nice to attach like a game-winning drive. More than nice. Yes, that's the next step in this. Absolutely, but like that the, the developmental stuff is still incredibly positive coming out of this game, especially when you saw how that first half was going. I mean, look at halftime. I think you and I, we talked at halftime, and it was like, uh-oh. Well, again, yeah, like, we, we've covered this before. Um, a lot, just a lot of bad football in the first half. A lot of fingers pointed at Matt Nagy. You're probably right in that. But just to see them come back in the second half, to see the ball thrown vertically down the field. Yeah. Like, these weren't just, like, quick screens taken for 30-yard gains. These are vertical shots completed down the field. That's important. It's more than important for Justin Fields. All right, Justin Fields is the, definitely the most important thing. Um, the thing everybody's going to be talking about, though, f- for the next couple days, probably all day tomorrow, like nationally, is the officiating in this game. Tony Carretti's crew. The hip check heard around the world. We're not talking about hockey either. Well, here's the thing. It was at least seen around the world. It was literally on video, um, and it's a very interesting... So, first of all, let's talk about the situation. So... The uh, score was 23-20 at the time, I believe. Yes. If you want to maybe double-check. Go ahead. Yeah. Keep I'm pretty sure it was 23-20. Um, the Steelers are driving, and Cassius Marsh, who's been around the league, he's got this dope-ass karate kick celebration, He's had it too. forever. That's the coolest thing I've ever seen. He's had it forever. So he gets his big sack, and the Bears are going to make the Steelers punt them the ball. And there's plenty of time left. So it would have been a three-point game. Marsh does a sweet celebration. That's not what they call the penalty on. Then he, in the words of Tony Carrenti, postures towards the Steelers' sideline. That's... I, I'm the one who talked to Tony Carrenti in the You're pool. You're posturing right now. I am posturing. I have poor posture right now. I, <laughs> what the hell are we doing? Like, sorry. You're just sitting at this point. <laughs> Which is fine. It's been a long night. It's past our bedtime. Um, Postures. He, that was the word he used. Posturing. Cassius Marsh postured towards the uh, Steelers' sideline. And that was what Tony Carrenti saw to throw a taunting flag. 
Now, before we get to like the idea of how stupid that is in such a big moment of a game and the rule in general, we need to point out though that Crenty didn't actually throw the flag until Marsh started heading back towards the Bears sideline and pretty clear as day on video, Crenty appeared to like, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see this, like just a little like butt hip check. More of a butt if check. If he was playing hockey, that's a hell of a move. <laughs> Yeah, right? Like when yes. a guy's skating by you, just give him the little shimmy. A little hip jack, yeah. The ladies in lo- Cleveland love it. It's a big, that's a major league reference you probably aren't familiar with. Um, I am, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carenti said he was unaware that that contact even occurred. <sighs> and that the, and he reiterated, because I pushed him on that, and he reiterated the penalty was for posturing at a sideline. So, if, if you're listening, our man right here, the Hoagie Cat, Adam Hogue, was the pool reporter who talked to the referee after the game. He did a fine job. Thank you. Getting clarification for as much as he is as much as he wanted to provide, but heck of a job by you. Um come on, like we've all seen the video. Yeah. There is clear contact there. It's it's not just like he just turns. There's actually like if you're watching YouTube, <laughs> we're thrusting our hips <laughs> right now. Bear with us, but like, there's there's a turn. He sticks his butt out. Yes, he sticks his butt out in the Cassius Marsh. The butt check. He butt checked them. <laughs> but then he then he then he throws the flag. Mike Marsh, actually, like a lot of credit for him for speaking to us afterwards. Yes, and he was visibly upset about this. Yes, this is this is a guy who's been in league for a long time. He's kind of. He's a journeyman. He's a journeyman now. He, he just—he was on the practice squad this morning. Yes, they was, called him up for the game. That was a huge sack in this game for the team, for the Bears, I mean, for him in that moment. And to have a penalty called. He didn't even know a penalty was called until he reached the sideline. And I think it was Bill Montgomery, the linebacker's coach, just let him have it. Do you see that? Just, yeah. just let him have it. He had no idea that a penalty was called. I mean, it's just like something is off in this timeline of things. I mean, you were there. It just does it not feel off. It, it you know what? It, the whole thing is so convoluted because yes, it feels off. The Bears have had a problem with this. They've had a problem with personal fouls all year. They clearly can't handle this taunting thing. So, like in that regard, I could see why the coaching staff is incredibly frustrated in the moment. But like, you go back and watch it, and like literally all he did was he does his kick, and then he does stare at the Steelers' sideline. But who knows? Like, look, he's probably staring at the sideline. I'm not going to claim he's not. But no, like, he did, yeah. What if his family's in the fifth row? Yeah. Like, well, they don't know. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, current, the point is, like, and, like nothing it, it even, like, nothing was said. Officials do this all the time. They, they, like, get too into it. They get too subjective. They let the moment get emotional for them. And so, Carrente knows this is a point of emphasis. He sees a guy. It's an emotional play. He probably saw the the sack celebration to begin with. Maybe that started to trigger him for who, for all we know. And then he, it's almost like he needed an excuse because all Marsh did was look at the sideline, but nothing else. It's almost like he needed an excuse to throw the flag. Yeah. So he like created a little contact. And then he tossed the flag in his direct. Like, I think you can make a strong argument that what Tony Carrenti did on that 
call was more taunting than what yeah. Cassius Marsh did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what Marsh said um, exactly. We were there, but he was, again, extremely upset about it. Well, he called it extremely... Uh, inappropriate. Inappropriate. There it is. The hip check. Yes, the hip check. Yeah. Um, he saw... He, at the moment, didn't think much of. Then he saw the video that we we've all seen. Mm-hmm. It's been shared in social media. That's going to be all over television tomorrow. Like he saw that, and he was visibly shaken by it. Like this is for all your like. I, I don't really harp on the officiating, but this is a game where where you watch it like holy crap! Like this now is, you know why I go on my rant. Yeah, like th- th- this is like it's a problem. Like, what is happening here? And it, what, it, it, but it is a problem. So yeah. like when I go on my little rants, it's because. Shit like this happens. Yeah, and I tweeted in the moment, wait till this decides a playoff game. Yeah. Like yeah. at this rate, some official in a moment, in a big, it's going to get too big for the official in the moment, and they're going to call a stupid taunting penalty. Like, like this bothered me. So game. I got your, like, here's his pool report transcript, right? His first answer to your question. First of all, keep in mind that taunting is a point of emphasis here. That's, that's his first sentence, right? Like he's defending it. Point of that's a point of crap. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's a, it's like you directly crap. impacted the outcome of the game with that decision to throw the flag, which was prolonged for whatever reason you want to say. But that so for the record, you can always you can never say like what's going to happen. One thing leads to another. Sure, but but theoretically, the Bears would have been a four instead of uh, one. Yes, if. They're, they're punting. Because the Steelers got an extra field goal there. It's 26-20 instead of 23-20. And so the Bears ended up being up by one. You know, you never know. Maybe the Bears ended up settling for a field goal because they're only down three, blah, blah, blah. Who knows? It was a huge call in a big game. And I think I think You can't make that call. You, you just can't. Regardless yeah. of what happens from that point on, it, you can't do that. It, it, what makes it worse, too, is they were – I mean, they stunk it up all night. That low block penalty oh, on that's in here too. I mean, you were, you were there. You talked to him. Like where there is little or no contact made on TJ yeah. Watt. So like, on James Daniels, the the low block call that, that negated the touchdown to Jimmy Graham, the corner of the end zone. And they settled for a field goal there. Yes. So there's another four points off the board. So the deal with that penalty, it's new this year. You cannot uh, low block anymore outside what is now called a tight end box. Used to be the tackle box. Now it's a tight end box. Next year, it'll be the slot receiver box. A couple years later, it'll be the wide receiver, X receiver box. Oh, we're on a freaking box. Come on. Okay, (laughs) so now there's a tight end box. And so if you get- We're in a box. (laughs) If you get outside the tight end, you cannot low block. Now, I honestly haven't seen a good replay of it. You guys probably have because you're watching on TV. So I don't know if he was outside the tight end or not. The call was on James Daniels. What I was pretty sure, both in the moment and the quick replay I did see, where I wasn't necessarily looking at the location, was he whiffed on the block. <laughs> there has to be contact, right? So that was one of my specific questions to Tony Carrenti. His quote, I have to judge that there was contact, and that's what I judge. What a- and I even clarified. <laughs> what did I clarify? <laughs> what, what, what is that? I said, so you judge that there was contact. Yes, I did, from my perspective and in my position. Now, again, I have not seen this replay again. Maybe there was contact. It looked to me like you whiffed, though. <laughs> it looked like to me like everybody And again, watching. it looked it like this is my problem with points of emphasis. Officials start looking for specific things that might not actually be there. And they anticipate calls, and they make the call 
not real because everybody makes mistakes in the moment it's not like sometimes replays are very beneficial um to even the the referees but like so when you're looking for something very specific because it's coming down above you from the nfl that you need to call this or by the way these guys get held accountable not publicly but they do behind the scenes they get graded they get playoff assignments um it's funny though they somehow always end up in the playoffs anyway like like tony Corinthi will probably have that like noon game the first saturday of wildcard weekend like how many years did jeff triplett still get a wild card yeah, game yeah and it was like what is what's happening here um but so they do have pressure and they are worried about missing calls like so and that's part of the problem here i honestly wonder would he have been dinged would tony Caranti been dinged for not calling that taunting I think it's a fair question yeah, from his, maybe, and that's yeah, probably maybe. something off the record he might say to us. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'm not um, defending the call. I'm just saying, like, this is some of the pressure they deal with but, too. And yet, there was still more tonight, like Justin Fields asking for fairness in the roughing the passer penalties. Mm-hmm. You give those calls to Big Ben, why not me? Quoted Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the young quarterbacks aren't getting these calls, but that is another problem. There's like again, where's the it's called fairness. I'd also, I don't know this for sure, obviously. I think the one that got called on the Bears only got called because Ben oh, he was, sold was shaken up. Yeah, yeah. He, like, ran into his own guy and then looked hurt. Yeah. And that's when Corinthi yeah. threw the flag. Yeah. He sold it. But, like, meanwhile, the rushing, the running quarterbacks don't get the same no. type of treatment. It's um, Aaron Rodgers does, though. Yeah, he gets sorry. That's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're like me, you believe there needs to be more stylish, functional, business, casual men's wear that is both high quality and durable that can withstand your day. I'm talking about maybe hanging out in the press box, watching the game later with your friends, maybe get a quick nine holes in. That's why men's closets were due for a radical reinvention and Roan stepped up to the challenge. Roan's commuter collection is the most comfortable, breathable, and truly versatile set of products known to man. They have products for every occasion. We're talking about the world's most comfortable pants, dress shirts, quarter zips, polos, and blazers. They look great as individual pieces, maybe with a Hogan Johns polo or quarter zip, but they also work seamlessly together. Roan's signature four-way stretch fabric is breathable, flexible, works everywhere from your commute to work to the 19th hole. It's time for unparalleled confidence without all the hassle. Roan's commuter collection features wrinkle-release technology and is 100% machine washable. Looking good is that easy. The commuter collection can get you through any workday and straight into whatever comes next. 
head to roan.com slash Adam and use promo code Adam to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to roan.com slash Adam and use code Adam. It's time to find your corner office comfort. I mean, they're still bad tonight that you can't blame on the officiating. No, right? I, the, the, the first half was not a good good half whatsoever for the Bears. Horrible. Yes. Um, How long did it take to get into the stuff that works? Like, they finally ran a screen. They finally ran a boot. Then they try to run a boot into TJ Watt. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. What's what's going on there? Um, I got a, I got beef with the end of the game. Try the hail mary. Yeah. Okay. You gotta yeah. know. You gotta know if your kicker can't. Yeah. You should I don't know mind he, it that much, no. It, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close, I know. It's I know. outside. Yeah. Now, if we're inside, if we're in Ford Field or in Las Vegas, indoor conditions, I I, I will say this. Throw the hail his, Mary. His, his approach to the kick looked different. I'm sure he had to approach it differently because of the, the distance mm-hmm. of it. Oh, yeah, you got to get more of a... Yeah, he didn't look comfortable with it. You know, special yeah. teams. Yeah, I, I did have a watch again, but I'm guessing he did at least a three-step... If, if not more. Yeah. Um, usually at this level at the NFL, it's more, but they, they can pretty much kick pretty far with a two-step. But I just didn't like it. Just I, I know a Hail Mary's a long shot too, but a field goal where you can't even get the ball, and you need to know that. Like, if you're Chris Tabor, Matt Nagy, you got to know that the 65 yards is just too much right, for right. him. He's not Justin Tucker. So I, I just didn't – he's lining up. For, I, and honestly, I'm not even bringing in the record into it. But – I almost feel like the record should be part of it. Like the streak I'm talking about. Oh, considered? Like at least like a 1%. Like yeah, he's probably yeah. not going to make it. To, is this really worth screwing up his streak over? Yeah. Let's just throw the Hail Mary. I don't know. I didn't like that. Um, Spoken like a true special teams coach. I don't know. I'm joking. Well, special teams coaches kind of. usually want to kick the yeah, field goal. Yeah. Um, Protect your guy. Yeah, I just did it. The most unfortunate bold prediction that's ever come true. By the way, I, <laughs> yes. I actually feel bad about it. Yeah, that doesn't count, everybody. Just so you know. No, it definitely counts, and I definitely I like did that. not yeah. expect it to be like a miss at the end of the game. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, is the Bears' defense dead? I thought, like, given the circumstances, like to only give up 14 points in the first half, I thought that was a win for them. All right, can I say a couple things? So I'm sorry. They give up 29 points to the Steelers. The Steelers' offense oh, I know. is not it's, it's, good. It's not good. It's it's not good. The, I think this is the most points the Steelers have scored yeah, all year. Yeah, but I know I'm not. I don't want to come up like I'm defending the defense at all because I'm not. But I just know there's no Mac. Look, Eddie Jackson was missed. Everybody, that's I'm gonna see that in the comments on YouTube and everything. Like they they miss him. There was a, a, a ball thrown by Ben Roethlisberger that was like five yards short of everybody, and yet the Steelers still caught it. Like Eddie Jackson, yeah, I remember a play might make about. a play on that ball. I'm just saying, might Maybe. make a play on that ball. Um, Kendall Vildor, like they had third and long situations, just couldn't make the play. I, I don't know if like he, he's feisty, he fights, seems to be in position, but maybe he's just too small. Yeah, maybe against, against bigger guys. Um, they're shorthanded. I'll give you that. I'll give them that. Like, I'm not giving them that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just, there's injuries. They're shorthanded. Okay. You want to rip them. Go ahead and rip them. Well, I, I'm just, didn't it feel like halftime, early third quarter, maybe even earlier, that if this was the game in Tampa with Tom Brady, that, yeah. that oh, it would have been different. 40 yeah. to, but that's my point. But it's who you were playing, though, today. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I understand. I'm just saying, like, it certainly felt like if you were playing Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or, any Ben's got nothing left yeah, in that arm. Yeah. It's almost well, hard I felt to watch. like when Marsh has that penalty, 
and they still settle for a 52-yard field goal after that. Like, that's a win for the defense. Sure. No, they, yes, they yes. come up with – they came up with us with a punt after the uh, – Hashtag Bears special teams, yeah. the fumble. Yeah. Jakeem Grant's fumble. The Bears defense stopped them. Yeah. They, 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 they had their stops. They had stops. But now at the, then at the end, they needed that stop. And Roquan Smith, was he was visibly upset mm-hmm. by not getting that stop. Um, you can't have guys streaking wide open in those moments. The Steelers seemed to produce that in the final minute. Just awful defense. Um, and how about Robert Quinn? Can we line up, like, not in the neutral zone? Oh, yeah, all the penalties. I mean, look, all the there were some bad calls, but there was plenty of just stupid you penalties. Can't have that. You can't have that. Like they had back to back. Yeah, offsides back to back on like yeah, the Travis key drive. Into, yeah. You know, you can't have that. I, I get you're excited and all that, but line up on sides. So, onside. Yes, I'm trying to come off like I'm defending them, I guess. But at the end of the day, they didn't do their job when they needed when they needed to in the final minute. Man, they're three and six. Yeah, they get a bye week. And the Ravens. It'd be a fun game, though. It'd be fun to see Jeff. If Justin Fields can play like he did in the second half, all games are going to be fun this year. Uh, he did have some misses, though. Quarterback's going to have misses. Like some little things, too. Like, I know everybody was mad about that hitch. Remember the first drive they threw? Uh, no, I still thought Allen Robinson didn't get close enough to the sticks. I think he was a yard short. But I think he was looking for a ball that could kind of carry him across like last week. Yeah. See, that's like. But he was late and wide with the throw, and that made like a four yard throw look like a two yard throw. Right. Which is, you know what? At the end of the day, all quarterbacks are going to have their misses. But he still finished with. He completed 17 passes for 291 yards, man. That's pretty good. How many attempts did he have? 17 and 29. One touchdown, the intercept. The interception was weird. Yeah. He's got that's one thing he's got to get better at and understanding yeah. like linemen are big and like even on the last play before the the uh field goal that had no chance. They were trying to pick up another five yards or so. Get the and, ball up. And it was just an easy knockdown. So Alright, we should get out of here and go to bed. Yeah, we're we're fading here. Twelve penalties. Do I drink this coffee? You do. One hundred and fifteen yards. On the Bears, 12 penalties, 115, 5 for 30 on the Steelers. They had, again, they had their share of stupid penalties that were on them. They also had their share of penalties that were on the refs. And a couple that were not called on the Steelers, for sure. All right, we're oh, out of here. Follow us on Twitter. Texting on our YouTube. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know who you're texting. Finish this Who up. are you texting? Fishman. Oh, he's probably wondering where you are, so he's can go to bed. Um... Follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Read us all the reaction up. He's on The Athletic, theathletic.com slash Hogan Johns. The fish man is too. I'm on NBCSportsChicago.com. Plenty of coverage up there. Plenty of craziness. And uh, we, oh, we got a good episode coming up Wednesday. Yes. Robert Mays and Nate Tice are both going to be on together. So we'll have one big episode going into the bye week. So that'll be your only other episode this week. We'll We'll have a big one. I'm sure they're going to have plenty to say about this game and what happened tonight. Um, And we'll see how angry or happy Robert Mays is over what happened. Because he's going to be pretty happy about Justin Fields. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming Wednesday. We will talk to you then. See ya. Thank you, Aaron Rodgers. (laughs)